0: everyone welcome to the buyer centric revenue model podcast this is going to be a mishmash of audio content linkedin content guest podcasts interviews debates and live q and a we'll primarily discuss six topics that reflect the buyer centric revenue model one sales development versus marketing two the sales assembly line or the ae csm split and other subdivisions versus full sales or full sales cycle sales, a.k.a. AECSM combined, no handoffs, no prospecting. 3. Quota versus holistic goals and metrics. 4. Commission versus full salary plus bonus. 5. Sales versus the option of self-service to the extent desired and possible. 6. The predictable revenue model versus the buyer-centric revenue model. If you haven't already, I highly demand that you sign up for the buyer-centric revenue model community to continue the discussion and help implement the model. Join the movement of forward-thinking peers, liberating and modernizing B2B marketing and sales. Achieve a better growth playbook, a competitive advantage, and more productive and fulfilling careers. Enjoy insights, data, best practices, resources, and jobs. Plus, the live Q&A on Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Head over to BuyerCentricRevenue.com to sign up. If you want to learn more about the model and these topics, check out my book, The Death of the SDR and the Birth of the buyer Revenue Model. It's available on Amazon in ebook, paperback, and audiobook. And now to this episode. Hey everyone, in this video, we're going to cover why modern, smart companies are marketing-led, not sales-led, like it's the 1980s. Let's start with the outdated sales-led approach from the 1980s that most B2B companies are largely still running on today. The information that a buyer needs to learn about the product, to try the product, and to buy the product, is artificially gated behind sales. Marketing is forced to constantly generate a high volume of contact information of uninterested buyers, or MQLs, or marketing qualified leads, also known as the MQL hamster wheel, via gated content, and then prioritize MQLs based on the buyer's engagement with marketing, known as lead scoring. That way, before marketing can finish influencing, educating, and charming buyers, sales development can proactively spam buyers with telemarketing, email spam, and LinkedIn spam and turn some buyers off while pushing some buyers prematurely to sales. Sales gets premature buyers that are not well-informed and are not seriously thinking about a purchasing decision because buyers are just looking for information that they should have gone from marketing, tire kickers, or people that are just browsing. Then sales is pressured by quota and commission to pressure sell premature buyers. Then buyers go through a series of handoffs among a bloated sales org of partial sellers. You've got one seller to help with the initial sale, the AE, and then another seller to help with Product expertise in the, de- in the demo, and that's the sales engineer. And then another seller to help with implementation and, a, and adoption. And then maybe another seller to help with expansion and renewal. Anyway, sales has lower win rates, longer sales cycles, higher cost per, a- per acquisition, longer cost per acquisition payback period, a bloated sales org triaging bad leads, and you get a lousy buying experience. Sales is underperforming. High turnover, low tenure, low performance, with most sellers missing quota most of the time. That is incredibly harmful and damaging to your company and a a tremendous loss of resources, of time, capital, and labor. Sales development is underperforming. High turnover, low tenure, and low performance. Why would you, in any department, want high turnover, low tenure, and low performance. If this stuff was happening in HR, in finance, in operations, in IT, in product, wouldn't you be concerned? Why aren't you concerned that this is happening in sales? Marketing is handcuffed, preempted, counteracted, and crowded out by not only sales development, but also to some extent sales. Many marketers are frustrated and endure less productive and fulfilling careers and seem to be fleeing to B2C or to agency or to freelance. There's no data that I have seen on their turnover, tenure, and performance, but I imagine it looks pretty similar to sales and sales development. So does that all sound familiar to you? Because it should. Now, the modern marketing-led approach is for marketing to exclusively generate and qualify leads for sales and or generate free trial users or customers through proper non-spam marketing that drives buyers to the website where they can learn more, try the product, and buy the product directly on the website to the extent possible and desired with an option for sales. In other words, to enable buyers to self educate and to self serve to the extent possible and desired with as much assistance from sales as is needed. The website is a 24 7 seller, 24 7 marketer and seller, and the best a company has. So, no sales development and no forcing buyers artificially and prematurely to sales. Now, why are modern smart companies choosing to be marketing-led and not sales-led? Because it's aligned with modern buyer preferences. Modern buyers increasingly want to mostly, if not all, self-educate and self-serve thanks to marketing and from their peers, whom marketing is also influencing. Buyers don't want to engage with sales as much not until much later in their journey, only when they explicitly want to, and sometimes not at all. Buyers don't want the whole sales song and dance like they had to in the 1980s when they weren't able to get that information from marketing because marketing did not have the ability it has today and therefore had to get it from sales. Buyers don't want to be spammed by sales development with telemarketing, email spam, and LinkedIn spam Because that's the role of sales development to do spam. That's how it's different than marketing. That's how buyers see it. That's how SDRs see it. That's how how sales development is designed across their job, their their goals and metrics and their compensation, their hiring profile and public performance scoreboards. Anyway, buyers don't want to be spammed by sales development to be pushed prematurely and artificially to sales to get information that they should have gotten from marketing. Today, marketing, not sales, is responsible for influencing most, if not all, of the buyer's decision to purchase. Today, marketing has the ability it did not have back in the day to influence those buyers. Marketing, not sales, is how you primarily get proper pipeline, revenue, growth, profit, reputation, word of mouth, awareness, demand, conversion, expansion, retention, loyalty, advocacy market share. In a Gartner survey, buyers are influenced by sales less than 17%. The rest is marketing and marketing's influence on their peers. That 17% is cumulative across all vendors involved. So if there are multiple vendors, which tends to be the case if marketing hasn't been liberated to do proper marketing because then there are multiple vendors at the table and you're not the preferred or the only vendor, you haven't built any brand reputation or affinity, then that influence by sales is significantly less. That could be 5%, maybe 10%. In a trust radius survey of 1,000 B2B buyers, 87% want to self-serve part or all of their buying journey. 57% already make purchasing decisions without ever talking to sales. 60% of respondents were millennials, ages 25 to 39. Are buyers getting younger or older? Our buyers' tolerance for sales development and, and these sales and getting higher or lower. In a Harvard Business Review survey of 1,000 B2B, B2B buyers regarding purchasing complex solutions, 43% desire a seller-free buying experience. That jumps to 54% among millennials. Before buyers come to your website, buyers want proper non-spam marketing content, social, ads, events, co-marketing, influencer, partner, referral, affiliate, community, networking, sponsorships, website, in-product, advisory board, customer marketing, market research interviews, remarketing previous buyers that changed jobs or buyers that spoke to sales but didn't buy for a reason that changed. And again, the influence of their peers who marketing is also influencing among many other marketing tactics. Once buyers come to your website, They want to self-educate and to self-serve with an option for sales. They want to know what your product is, what it achieves, how it works, how much it costs, how to implement it, how to compare, to see an overview, whether it's a demo recording or a product tour, to try the product, whether that's a free trial, freemium, or sandbox environment. They want to see social proof. They want to buy the product or they want to get assistance from sales, whether that's a one-off quick question to sales through the live chat or... If it's just a chat bot and they submit a question, they get an email or to book a time directly from a seller's calendar for a proper chat. Product-led growth or PLG is a euphemism for a free trial or freemium. So it's one tiny aspect of buyer self-service. Buyer self-service is a marketing tactic. Once buyers have already arrived at your website, marketing still has to do proper non-spend marketing to get buyers to the website. Now, one of the many, many benefits of being marketing led and letting buyers self-educate and self-serve is that it decreases your cost, particularly your cost of sale. It makes your marketing and your sales efficient and effective. It makes your marketing and your sales more profitable. And another benefit is that getting many buyers to try your product and talk about it with other buyers and generate all that word of mouth and referrals and a reputation, which is the most important marketing asset and source of leads. And some subset of those people, of those free trial users or people who try your product to some extent, will become customers because they'll see the value in it and they'll want more. Companies with marketing-led aspects where marketing lets buyers self-educate and self-serve are valued more than 30% higher than the public market SaaS index fund. Examples of these companies are all around you where there's buyer self-education and buyer self-service to some extent with an option for sales. You can look at HubSpot, you you can look at DocuSign, Atlassian, Zendesk, Zoom, Calendly, Slack, Notion, LinkedIn, and Typeform. Now, to the extent that buyers want and need sales, then sales wants real leads, which are website demo requests, not contact information of uninterested buyers or premature buyers from sales development. They or sales wants buyers that have requested to speak to them, thanks to marketing's proper non-spam marketing, buyers who are well-informed and serious about a purchasing decision. That enables sales to focus on sales's actual job, which is helping already interested buyers, again, thanks to marketing, to evaluate, buy, implement, adopt, ensure customer success, manage the business relationship, help with referrals and reviews sales is far less the ae and much more the csm sales is far less giving buyers the information that they need to buy and much more about managing the relationship being a project manager ensuring their customer success and helping you know coordinate implementation and adoption say with product sales is not about trying to convince them and using some silly sales you know Manipulation or convincing or or persuasion method from the 1980s to like somehow trick your buyer to buy the product or take into this whole convoluted sales process. Sales is really more about fulfillment. It's much closer, I would say, to customer service than it is to what sales used to be back in the day. So, marketing is the key to growth, to profit. But companies have put marketing in a straitjacket it's time to liberate marketing from sales development, but also to some extent from sales and bear in mind that B2B companies are stuck in the past because they're still in this outdated B2B marketing sales model because they are sales led because that's what, that's the case in the 1980s when marketing didn't have the ability had today. And If you look at the problems that we talked about in prior videos or episodes, the problems are all all caused by and advocated exclusively by sales, sales development, the sales assembly line, or the AECSM split and other subdivisions creating a bloated sales org of partial sellers and buyer handoffs, quota, in other words, a partial metric and goal, commission, or half of your salary withheld pending quota attainment, artificially forcing buyers prematurely and you know to sales. And the predictable revenue model, which is based on how Salesforce did sales development and the sales assembly line in the early 2000s as aspects of their broader marketing sales efforts. They're all caused by and advocated by sales and not marketing. And yet companies need to be marketing-led. So all of those problems are actually really just symptoms of the fact that companies need to be marketing-led and not sales-led. So where can you start? How can companies move towards being marketing-led? Now, as my book may indicate, companies should sunset sales development and repurpose it to marketing that's the lowest hanging fruit that's where that's the biggest bang for your buck that's like you know the biggest one of the biggest problems to solve companies should compare sales development to marketing instead of blending it to expose the harm of sales development and analyze the enormous harm and cost of sales development that will expose sales development as unnecessary and doing more harm than good relative to marketing that sales development Hides behind marketing and rides marketing's coattails. That sales development is not icing on the marketing cake, but poison in the marketing champagne glass. And then gradually repurposing sales development to marketing with two experiments automate website demo request and qualification, gradually reduce sales development activities and quota by 25% increments, repurpose excess sales development capacity to marketing quota and commission relief accordingly. Sales development will be the first to thank you. Now, once marketing is liberated, that will benefit sales and liberate sales from their plight because remember, sales is suffering high turnover, low tenure, low performance. It's not like sales is doing well. That enables sales to become more efficient and effective, to become more profitable. In fact, marketing and sales both become more efficient and more effective and more more profitable. It's, it costs companies less to grow, they, and they grow more, and they grow faster at less cost. Eventually, because resources that were wasted on sales development have been repurposed to marketing, and marketing has been liberated to do proper non-span marketing, the company will eventually become marketing-led to reflect modern buyer preferences and marketing's ability. And additional, greater investment will flow to marketing. In addition to, optimize investment into sales. Now, the role of sales, since it's so greatly reduced in the buyer's decision to purchase, and the fact that the sales assembly line and that bloated sales org of partial sellers is unnecessary and does more harm than good, and what buyers want is an AE, CSM combined, or a single seller with no handoffs. You know, then the investment into sales will be optimized. Now, that again means that sales will be performing. Sales will have proper turnover and proper tenure. And so it's a win for sales because sales is not winning today no matter how much resources you pump into it. No matter how much money you throw at it, It's still suffering because you cannot fix the top of a skyscraper if the foundation is crumbling. So, fix marketing first. Marketing precedes sales hierarchically and chronologically. And then sales will follow. And not long after that, growth, profits, competitive advantage, and more productive and fulfilling careers. And to stress, the competitive advantage since marketing is the lever to growth. Companies that are marketing led have a significant competitive advantage in attracting buyers and talent companies that want to be stupid and still be sales led and do these dumb practices that we talked about of sales development, the sales assembly line quota commission, artificially forcing buyers prematurely to sales, let them stay stuck in the past because they'll miss out. Don't worry about them. Take care of your career and your company because that is a huge leg up for your company. And the more that they do the dumb stuff and that you have a competitive advantage, the better. Especially if you are a younger company with less resources, or if you're a company who's trying to battle uphill against the entrenched competitors and you don't have awareness, you don't have demand, you don't have reputation. Or if you're a company in a crowded market and you need to stand out. It's like you're the good looking dude at the bar and you're trying to charm the girl and there's a, every other guy and their grandmother is there and they've all got the same looks because every company's got the same product more or less. It's easier now than ever to build product and have undifferentiated products with similar pricing and similar features. The way to stand out in the bar as is in marketing is to have a good reputation, is to have a good character and personality, to make a good chit-chat everything that I can't do. So it's marketing to stand out. Marketing is the cause. Sales is the effect. Don't reverse cause and effect. Don't put the cart before the horse. So you do marketing well, sales takes care of itself. You ask any seller. Sellers want to be at companies on a winning marketing sales team. Marketers want to be at companies with a winning marketing sales team. Companies want to be winning companies. So do you want to be a winning team? Do you want to be a winning company? Then it is time to modernize and liberate B2B marketing and sales by adopting a modern marketing and sales model built for today, not 20 years ago. The buyer-centric revenue model movement over and out.